Welcome to Pearl Check. We are the parents of your host, Erica Anderson West, the founder of the Epitome of Class Incorporated. It's a not-for-profit organization where we focus on women becoming the best version of themselves and also finding their true purpose in Christ. The Pearl Check podcast is a series where we will examine or check our progress as women of God during the process of refinement. As a weekly reminder, check out all of our previous episodes on theepitomeofclass.com forward slash podcast or searching for Pearl Check on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and much more. So welcome to episode 14, Fear. And we are going to be sharing. Um, we have Plaz Anderson. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? And myself, Sheila Anderson. Hello. We've been married for 32 years. 32 years. Absolutely. It'll be 33 in October. What a blessing. And we are fun, fabulous parents of three wonderful girls. Right. And a co-son, <laughs> son in love, as well as two grandchildren. We're so excited to be here with you all. We've been in ministry together since teenagers. Yeah, for a long time. A long time. And so we're each other's best friends, just to give a little bio of us. Um, we love the Lord and have fun habits. So let's get right into the episode in regards to fear. We know that Eric and Carter talked a few episodes ago about no fear, but we decided to have a special spin on um, fear on today. Take it away, Eddie. Absolutely. Sheila and I, we usually do a morning walk talk, and uh, we talked about some things. And our last walk, we actually talked about fear. And Sheila came up with this awesome saying, and I just jumped on top of that. I just piggybacked what she was saying. So basically, fear is a thing that people, I don't know, fight with daily all the time. Everyone has issues about fear. So in this particular um episode today we're going to talk about fear and the breakdown of what fear is she had said that fear is you know the letter f can be future in fear and fear by definition what we came up with with is fear is the wall between your goals your ideas your dreams and success and then the next letter in fear is e for expectation Overcome, meet, or exceed expectations. And then the letter A is activate your faith, your dream, and activate your living. And the letter R in fear is the reality. We face realities every day, and a lot of times we are afraid of some of our realities that's in our life. But we're going to talk a little bit more about what this is. And so just to give you a story base or kind of like the heart of what we want to talk about, um, we thought about Esther, Esther in the Bible. And Esther was very instrumental in the saving of her nation or the nation of the Jewish people at that particular time. And God strategically placed Esther in a specific time that a certain person can actually get into the presence of the king. And Esther was that woman who was specifically and strategically placed in the presence of the king 
to actually save her Jewish people, her whole Jewish nation. And so Sheila's going to go over some things. One thing that's awesome about God in this story is from time to time, God has raised up women to perform a special work for the blessing of his people. And Queen Esther, she was positioned um, for just that. And knowing that, Esther had no time for fear, but she had time to focus on future expectations to activate reality. And she brought it into realities. So what she basically did is had a conversation with Mordecai and said, hey, I need you to grab the Jews and I need you all to go on a three-day fast with me um, before she goes before the king. She had confidence. Absolutely. Confidence with that, which talks about how you, she activated her faith. Right. And she didn't go along by having the support of the, the Jews. So as we go through um, different things that may come directly or indirectly from God, we should seek to accomplish his will in every circumstance, right. regardless of what it is. So having that right kind of fear and that right kind of fear is what Eddie explained earlier on the positive side, the F-E-A-R, right. not actually the word fear. Now, here's one thing, too, since we're talking about fear. Now, you know, the word actually speaks a lot about fear. And it says, fear the Lord. And, you know, different different types of examples in the Bible. That doesn't mean to necessarily fear God as if he's a ghost or some kind of uh, monster of such. But fear in that particular instance and that context means the reverence. It means that you are coming before God in a fearful or a reverential uh, type of way that you're humbled before the presence of God. And in one particular segment in the story of Esther, every time that someone came into the presence of the king, they had to wait be, wait for the king to stretch out a scepter for them to actually enter into the presence of the king. And Esther would always come in the presence of the king and she would say something like, if it pleases the king. And then the king would stretch out his scepter and then she would come into the presence of the king and she can ask whatever she wants. But that is a... Uh, one example of a different kind of context of what fear is. It means that you're humble and you reverence the person that you're going in, in uh, presence with. Yeah. Um, Eddie, I'm going to share one example in regards to the future expectations activate reality. And when I think about um, when I was diagnosed with cancer right. and I had to think, you know, what do I want that end cause to be? Because that, that fear that we know of settled in, but the F-E-A-R that we're talking about today, I basically took that thought that I'm going to be healed on the other side of this. Right. No radiation, no chemotherapy. That was my E, my expectation. Wow. For God to exceed and then to activate. I knew I had to activate my faith in order for it to become That's awesome. that reality. And mm. that reality was healed. that I was healed from cancer, without right. the chemo, without the the radiation, I still have my hair. Right. Um, only because I think when I went through my journey of um, holiness, I was in challenge. Mm -hmm. It was like I was almost easy breezy, right. where my faith was not activated. Right. And that caused it to, to a, a jolt in my life, and allow for me now to 
experience that or, or flow that or make it contagious with other people Absolutely. that possibly have a lack of faith. Right. But this helps them activate. But I can remember that that whole episode, too, when, you know, you found out you had cancer in the stage four. And like you said, um, going, you know, coming right up to the front door to that particular issue, it was fear because the fear of it was the unknown. You know, we've never experienced that. I've never experienced that personally. And then to see one, you know, to see my loved one, to see my life partner, to see my wife actually deal with something like that with cancer at stage four. You couldn't imagine all the different um, things that was rushing through my mind. Okay, so what if, God, you, you know, you decide um, that you're going to take her away and then I'm here left with these girls because we had the girls at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I would have been the single parent. I would have been the single dad. And Lord knows that those girls needed their mom. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, but God, with situations and circumstances like that, God allows us to get to know him better. Sometimes, you know, you get so comfortable, just like you said, when you first got saved or whatever, you know, you kind of coasting through and we all kind of coast through because you know what to do. But as it relates to really knowing God, sometimes God will take you into situations mm -hmm. and lead you in places where you have to trust him. You yep. have to depend on him. You have to get to know God because going to church, y'all, going you know, going through the regular motions that we go to church, that's not really, and I got to be honest with you, that's not really knowing who God is. True. That's just kind of going through our rituals. That's going through our traditions that we were brought up with. And now you have to have those things, some of those things to, to actually do the, do the fundamentals of knowing who God is, mm -hmm. but really to know the, to know God in an intimate way, which means that he's going to take off the, you know, take off the safety net. And then you really have to depend on God. You really have to trust in God. That's what faith is. All of that, um, I had preached a message too at one time, from fear to faith. Mm -hmm. From fear to faith. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. And the unseen is the thing that we are afraid of. But at the same time, in God, we trust God even though we don't see him. But we trust him because of what he said. Yeah. And even in the word, it says for us to put our confidence in God hmm. and not in man. So just within that right now, 2020, if we have our eyes and our focus on man, that old fear is going to come into place. But if we keep our confidence in our eyes and we look unto Jesus, then we know within that our future expectations will activate reality and those things that we have placed before God, it will come to fruition. Absolutely. So we just have to have that mindset knowing that God is there and God can do yeah. and, and walking in that confidence and don't let nothing set negativity in your, in your mind or doubt in your mind, but knowing God is going to help me reach my goal and my dreams and my success and my vision. Um, women, we go through so much. We know men go through so much as well, but Women, we go through so much, we hold every emotion. We express it, and some of it we hide. But knowing if we walk in the expectation of God and having our faith activated and saying, God, here I am, staying real, staying genuine, and letting him know, here I am. Help me through this because I can't do it. My confidence is in you. He'll make it into reality.
And it, the favor of the Lord. Yeah. It's pleasant. Absolutely. The blessings of the Lord. Yeah. Make it rich. And add no sorrow. In it. In it. Now, here's one other thing that I want to leave with you. Now, um, basically talking about what Sheila was just saying about our future and the expectations of our future even. And that activates reality. Well, the future is directly connected with the providence of God. The providence of God is foreseeing and suggesting the idea of provision for the future. The term God uses as his continuous activity where he makes all events work out according to his purpose. His purpose? So his purpose. So we go through things in mm -hmm. our life and we live how we live and we see what we see and we experience what we experience. However, mm -hmm. at the end of all of that, God has a purpose and he has a plan. So you're going through it, but you're not going through it with no kind of just going through it blindly. Mm -hmm. God has a plan and he has a purpose mm -hmm. for you. So that's really all I got. That's all I think Sheila has, too. Yeah. And we are so glad that our daughter, Erica, who was decided to allow us to be a part of her podcast, we're so honored and so thankful. And Sheila, if you have anything else, I'm going to end with a word of prayer. Okay. Father God, we thank you so much for what you're doing for us in our lives. We thank you even for this episode of the podcast that you allow us to share mm -hmm. what's on our heart, what you put in us. So, Father, we pray that it would be a blessing to someone, whoever hears it at the particular time they need to hear it. Yes. Let it be a blessing to them. Let it encourage them. Let them let it propel them to a whole nother level in life yes, and yes. not to fear for living, but to propel in life and to step forward mm -hmm. with the future with expectations and activate the faith and live a real life in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.